Um, <clears throat> I'm a little, I'm a little flummy today. Me too. <laughs> I, think I'm, I think I'm getting sick just in time for extra life. Awesome. It's going to be perfect. Great. Like, I so, can't wait to spend 12 hours know, alone right? in a very close space. All right. Hey, we've been space. playing for four hours, so that means that Cliff can take more DayQuil now. Right. Uh, <laughs> you just like try to get each other sick now. Eight hours in. Time for more DayQuil for Cliff. Them. Anyone else want some DayQuil? DayQuil and energy drinks, anyone? It's a good mix. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hyped. I'm in. And Adderall. <laughs> okay, um, are we ready to do this? Let's do this. <clears throat> uh, is this your first? You weren't here last week. I was not here last week, okay. and I have not listened to last week's podcast either. So hopefully, you didn't talk a bunch of smack about me. And that I oh, come we back. definitely did no. We would actually. never talk smack about uh, you. You're amazing. There you have tons of friends. Definite cliff jokes. Oh, we 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 made fun of how few friends you have and how bad you are at video games. I wasn't going to tell Both him of those things are true. <laughs> yeah. So. But we we also I think we also asterisked it by saying we only make fun of things that Cliff has made fun of himself. Yeah, yeah. About. yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have very very few friends and <laughs> am not very good at video games. I don't believe that. I think you've got plenty of friends. Uh, no, I You have at least two. I have two. <laughs> like <laughs> Uh welcome to the Bite Me podcast episode 50. Hello to our friends on Mixer watching right now. Thanks for watching us every week. We're doing that every week now. Yeah. And nothing's going screwed so up. well so yeah. far. It's actually the first couple of screw ups were, or first couple of weeks were bumpy. Right. We, we got that worked groundy on our process. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that groundy, groundy plug's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Cliff is back from his vacation. Yay! How was that? It was awesome, but so hot. Was it magical? It was magical, but it was also, so <laughs> it was also 104 degrees the first day we were in the park. So Why is it that hot in October? Global warming, yo. Okay. I don't know. I think it was actually just like a freak heat wave. Is it La Nina? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Is that a thing? Maybe. I mean, it's a thing, but is it's that a thing. thing that would cause 104 degree heat I don't in know. It was, it was like 104, 103, 197, and then we came home. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was real bad. So. Well, I'm glad you're back. Yeah, but it was super and fun. You're not melted. And yeah, a little tanner probably. He is not a snowman. I mean, I got that like kind of Swedish kind of heritage, so I don't really tan right. much. But you wanted to build a snowman. I wanted to. I to but you couldn't. Man. Yeah, it's just way too hot. Yeah, it was good. Did you see the Frozen uh, live thing? Of course I did. Oh, it's so much it's, fun! It's so good. Cool. It's really good. It's really cool. Yeah. Except that theater kind of gives me vertigo because the higher Holy up you crap, get, it's the, literally the like balconies are so tall. Yeah, yeah. No, we had floor <clears throat> seats. It was great. Oh, aren't you lucky? Yeah, yeah. we were right at the very front of the balcony. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so I can hear usually like talk a, about Disneyland for the next hour and a half, but we should talk about video games. According to Edster Turbo, it's a high of sixty-five today. Very nice. It's okay. It's like 57 degrees here in Seattle. And rainy. And will be for the next Eight five years. <laughs> uh, anyway, Finally. yeah. Welcome right. to the podcast, episode 50. My name is Adam West. 50. 50. I'm sorry. I'm Cliff <laughs> Johnson. I got excited by 50. This <laughs> 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 uh, Dylan over I'm here. Dylan, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, back to the 50. Sorry, 50 is great. Enthusiasm. Yeah, we were actually just talking about it. Today is actually <clears throat> Halfway the, to a century. Halfway to a century. But it's also like our one-year anniversary of deciding we were going to do a podcast, like today, date-wise. Um, I, I logged into Twitter this morning. They're like, hey, you've had a Twitter account for a year. I'm like, holy oh. crap, has it really been a year? <laughs> nice. Which means we decided to do a podcast and two a year weeks later, ago we did it. Yeah. And then two weeks later, we, <laughs> we did, it. did it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's Crazy, pretty good. Right? Go That's us. That's all right. Yeah. We're lucky that we work in where we work because oh, otherwise other people would be like, I don't know what to do. How yeah. do I do the Well, so, I mean, quite frankly, we're super we're still lucky doing not only that do we work where we work, but also that we can go like, hey, Adam, you know how to make audio work and sound great, right? Yes. <laughs> and he does. So I do. It worked out I try. Really well. Bam. Bamo. Yeah, Bamf. It's important. 
but uh, so man. yeah. Well, anyway, well, welcome back from vacation. Welcome to episode fifty, and again, like I said, welcome to everybody uh, on the mixer. Uh, before we get into what we're playing, uh, a little tell you what's coming up this week. Shill for extra life. Hey, give us some money. Yeah. Help those kids. They need it. Uh, we're going to talk about Paris Games Week. There was a lot that came out of that. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then Paris too. Um, uh, kind of a little controversy that came out of some of the trailers they showed there, specifically for uh, the PlayStation games. Are they Were they PlayStation exclusives? Uh, I know one of them is. Yes, both of them are actually. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, Dan, you, watched, you guys watched those trailers, yeah? Oh, jeez. I think they're spectacular, but we'll talk about why they're creating uh, some controversy. Right. Oh, and the Connect is gone. Moment of silence for the Connect later on the Bite Me podcast. Yeah, because I don't think anybody ever gave a crap. Um, and then the Xbox One X display. We'll talk about its native display at eleven forty p. It's actually fourteen forty. Sorry, eleven forty. What is that? It's nothing. That's what but time it was about four hours, four and a half hours ago. I said that very authoritatively, like I knew what I was saying, and I sound like an idiot because of a typo. Yeah. Okay. So exactly what is that? Just means you read well. What is fourteen forty? Um, it's 4K? like it's like in, in between two two K actually technically it's in between ten eighty yeah, and four K. Oh, okay, 4K, so. cool. Uh, a lot and then of computer lot monitors of, are fourteen forties. Yeah. Oh, okay, good to know. Uh, questions from Vinny Shadow X. That would be Josh and Chalupa Dios. Plus uh, a lot of cheap free games that we found out everything yeah. that's coming up next month. Free stuff. And uh, yeah, and some humble bundles and Troll Corner as well. Yes. But before we do that, we get into what we're playing. All the things. All the things. Not and, really, actually. <laughs> well, you guys are playing yeah. the one thing that I'm definitely not because I haven't bought it. Um, I'm still... I'm playing Destiny 2. Yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of like... Uh, no, I think it's okay. Like, I kind of got to that point in Destiny 2 where I'm like, I, I want to do the raid. And I'm excited. To yeah. Do, we're going to do it during Extra Life. <laughs> And I'm excited to do that, but I don't really need to play it every day now. Um, yeah. Like, there's more DLC coming out in like, a like, month. like about a month. I think it's December 5th, and that's great. I'll get back in there when I can level again. There's more story to play, mm-hmm. and I'll play it for a little while longer, and then there's going to be more DLC after that, and that's great. Are you at the 305 power no, not level? not close. Are you, you're not playing it. Mm-hmm. I'm at, I just hit 290 last night, and because uh, I play with Miles and Larry, yeah. Neurogamer, and uh, we try doing the night. We keep trying to do the nightfalls. Yeah, yeah. And we just They're keep failing hard. miserably. We made it through to the boss in one of them and just got annihilated yeah. or we ran out of time. Yeah. And yeah, they're hard. And it's like, to me, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm playing Cuphead as well. Sure. And there's something about Cuphead learning how the enemies spawn, learning how they attack, learning how they dodge and their moves and their stuff like that because it's definitely a memorization yeah. kind of game. Whereas with the Nightfall... I just feel it's like the- I think they changed too much for that. Like I think I think our, my biggest problem is is like we played the Nightfall. I'm going to say five weeks ago, and got in the same thing. Like you, you know, and we played it probably six or seven times in a row. And every time we'd get a little bit further, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I got to stop playing, guys. Like I got a Saturday to do or a Sunday to do, and we never got back to it. And yeah. then it changed, and so it was like, well. I think if we could have played it another four or five times, maybe we could have done it. Maybe, but, but to me, what what I feel like the way Cuphead's uh, difficulty ramps up is in you know memorizing the yeah. way enemies spawn and how they come in and blah 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 blah. Evidently, that's same the same way a lot of people approach the nightfalls because yeah. there's definitely a pattern. That's how we did it. But for me, I can't find that pattern running uh, around trying to shoot everything when everything's exploding. That's hard. I can't keep up with it, so yeah. I'm just like, this is not fun anymore. I'm going away. Yeah, and uh, but I mean, so. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of of the opinion that maybe I need – either I need – if I'm going to play those games – because, I mean, that's kind of how I play is I play 
I, I play about eight hours on the weekends. It's like four hours on Saturday and four hours on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And like with Destiny, I kind of thought Destiny 2 was going to be my, oh, that's the game I'm going to play for the next six months. And I think that maybe Destiny 2 is going to be the game I play for the next six months, like a month at a time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'll play in between DLC and and we'll see kind of where that takes me. But yeah. maybe I need to add another one of those kind of games. You know, maybe it's Wildlands. Maybe it's, right. I don't know, so, you know, something like that to play on those kind of off weekends. Because yeah. I, I don't think it's going to... I don't think it's going to enthrall me forever. No. Um, Um, I am looking forward to the DLC, of course. When that comes out, I'll dive back in and see, you know, how I go there. Um, But so there's that. I am playing Cuphead. Nice. Uh, That's a lot of fun. Like I said, I'm I'm into that old school platformer shooter memorization kind of thing, uh, like Contra or uh, like R-Type and the way that those patterns of those enemies come in. I like all that stuff. Um, And I'm also still playing South Park. Is it as hard as – like how do you – it's hard. Yeah, it's yeah. a hard game. I mean, but it's it's hard in the same way Contra was hard and R-Type was hard and those types See, of games. like, that's what I hear. And then, like, Contra to me is one of those games that, that even still I can put in the Konami code and beat on 30 lives or less than 30 lives. Right. And this one I've heard people like, oh, I played that one boss like 255 times. Right. And that's, like, yeah, I that's, mean, I'm not very far. That to me is far. a big difference in difficulty. <laughs> it, I mean, difficulty, okay, so yeah, it's definitely more difficult, but... If you approach it the same way as those games, I think Just you might have patterns. a better mindset of of walking into it with you know yeah. an idea of how things work. Cuphead's and, a game I very much want to play, but I'm very much going to wait till it's on sale. Oh yeah, like I I love it. Yeah, it's, the the that, that aesthetic like ten dollar game for me. It looks so cool. Oh yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. great, <laughs> and the controls are super tight, yep. and it's fun, and it's I I love it. And that's what I've heard is that <clears throat> that. You never die in that game and think like, oh, it's the game. It's always yeah, never. And that I I still think is bad. Like I, (laughs) (laughs) then I just feel bad about myself. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, you definitely you die in certain points, and you're like, oh, they put that one flying. They knew that would get me. Yeah. And you do that two or three times. You're like, oh. Or, or you get past it once, and then you get to the next thing, and you're trying to focus on that other thing that happens, and forget about the thing before it, and you get taken out again. So it's it's like a game of memory, but yeah. I enjoy it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Nice. I am not playing Mario. Really? You bought it though? Right? I did not buy it. Oh, I thought you did. I did not buy a day one because what do I have? When it was released, Assassin's Creed Origins for my uh, Xbox One. Yes. I have the game, but not the Xbox. That's <laughs> right. so, so funny. That was the thing. It's like all those games came out on the 27th. It's like, what do I buy? Well, I bought Assassin's Creed right. already, so I'm going to stick fair. with that. That's funny. Yeah. I'll play it next it, week. Like, it got received pretty well. Oh, yeah. I hear yeah. it's really good. I'm looking I, forward I, to I hear even cool. if you're bored with Assassin's Creed, like that it, it, it reboots it enough to go back yeah. to. Well, they, from what I understand, they've kind of retooled the whole like leveling system, and it's yeah. more of an RPG more now. More open-world RPG yeah. than it was so, kind of linear. Yeah, I'm excited to try it, but I'm going to actually wait to get my Xbox One X before I do it, so... What are you playing? Uh, I beat SteamWorld Dig when I was in uh, California. My kid actually got sick on the kind of last full day we were in California. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so we came back to the room and he slept for like four hours and I finished off SteamWorld Dig. Nice. Um, And that game was so good. It's it's so amazing. It's worth $20. Go buy it. You'll love it. Um, You know, and I think the thing is I bought it on the Switch and didn't even really give any consideration to that. It's on a bunch of systems besides the Switch, too. Um, It's just a perfect place to play it. It's a perfect place to go. I'm not uh, like 100% person, and I think that that's a game that, like, I I played, I'm going to say it took me, like, Eight or nine hours? Does that sound about right? I did did it in eight, just over eight. I think. Yeah, like I'm, I'm going to say like minutes. eight or nine. And uh, 
like right now that's kind of enough. Like I, I don't know. On the flip side, I like finished. I'm like, oh, but now I want more. Um, but even in, with that in my head, I kind of thought, but maybe, maybe not right now. And so I think that's a game that I might let sit for two or three months and then go back and try and hundred percent it. Um, mm-hmm. It's just so good. Um, but I did buy Mario actually. Oh, you um, bought it. You yeah. didn't game play it. No, I actually bought it. Okay. Um, uh, because we were on vacation, like, you know, uh, usually I buy like when I'm at Disney that I'll buy myself a hoodie or something. I just couldn't find anything I wanted. I'm like, I'll buy myself Mario. Uh, and then my kid could play it the entire, it's a 19 hour drive home. So oh, it nice. gave my, my kid something to do in the back seat, um, to keep him quiet and occupied. So, and I've only played maybe the first half hour of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've played is it's so good. It's so fun. And it's, I see everything I've seen. It looks great. And IGN gave it a 10. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those games. Like I never played Mario 64 because I didn't have a, I know. Right. But I didn't have a, I didn't have a, a in 64. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would probably inhibit you from playing it. Yeah. And so I've never played it, you know, and I've like fooled around emulating it a couple of times and it, and I always thought, oh, it looks so cool to be able to play like an open world Mario game, and that's what this is, and it's perfect. And the, the like the capture mechanics really cool to throw your hat and mm-hmm. capture. Like the first thing I captured was a frog, and all of a sudden you can jump like seventy five feet in the air. Oh, nice! And, and uh, like you can, you know, the the big balls that are on chains that like hit at you. The you chomp? can capture those. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, chomps. You can capture those, and you know, what? it's just cool. It's just cool. Um, it's definitely a game I'm excited about sinking a bunch more time into. Um, I do kind of wonder how like, – it works okay handheld, but they really want you to use motion controls, um, <sighs> which I'm not a fan of. But I think I might be a fan of that on a big TV with my Pro Controller. So do you play – you're playing with a Pro Controller? Uh, this far I've actually just oh. been playing it with my Joy-Cons attached. Okay, because Nintendo, every time they've, like, demoed it for people, they encourage people, and I even think the game encourages you to play with the Joy-Cons separate. They do, because it's a lot of... Because you can, like, throw your hat Mm -hmm. with the Joy-Cons and that kind of thing. And you've not done that yet? I just don't. Motion controls are... They're okay, but to me, they, they feel kind of good. Is there a way to completely turn those off, though? Because I thought... Oh, yeah, as long as you use the buttons. You just use the buttons. Oh, okay. Um, Nice. I have played with... The Joy-Cons off. I've played with them on. I have played with a Pro Controller. So, Wait, did um, you buy it too? Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm just over halfway through it. Wow. And it's, wow. I think. And it's it's phenomenal. But honestly, any way you play it is just as Fine. good. Um, you can do all the motion controls with the Pro Controller as well. Um, you can just kind of like flick it, and it. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's cool. Um, it's a little easier when you have, I think, one Joy-Con just because it's easier to do certain Sure. Motions that aren't just like a one directional. Like you can spin, and then Mario spins his hat and twirls it around yeah. and throws him. If you have like a swarm of Goombas, I haven't you, figured out example. how to do that without motion controls. Yeah, yeah, you can't. So oh. that like that's one well, instance that's where dumb. you can't really. Oh, I figured there'd be like a thing I could do. Uh, yeah. Oh well, well. Um, but yeah, you I can do all the things with the pro controller to yeah. motion controls. Interesting, but it doesn't stop you from doing anything in the game. Were you surprised at how often the game, like, backs way out? Like, how often Mario is, like, super teeny (laughs) tiny in the landscape? I was, like, it happens a lot in the first half hour. I'm like, I figured you'd always be, like, over the shoulder Mario, like, camera, you know, two, three feet off his back. And, like, a lot of the time it's, it's yeah. really zoomed out. It wants to show the scope of yeah. like the, the areas you're exploring, yeah. which you need those moments, too, to really Figure see where some are. of the power moons are. It's like real-life Assassin's Creed. The game revolves around collecting the power moons to yeah. power your your 
Yeah, or some hat. sort of pirate ship thing. Yeah. Um, which yeah, it just, it's, it's so neat. Yeah, so neat, and it looks so good. It's gorgeous. Um, Absolutely stunning to see Mario Super in that. Don't make me buy it. Sorry, buy it. Oh. You you will not go wrong with this. I know. Yeah. And the thing is, like, yeah. I'm gonna it buy it eventually. Yeah. I am. Just do it now. That's kind of what I think about Link. Like, I keep coming back to Link. Like, I should rebuy Link. I should rebuy Link. I should rebuy Link. Mm -hmm. I just haven't done it yet. But I I will. I know I'm going to. Like, I'm kind of hoping maybe it goes on sale over, like, Black Friday or something. Like, not super on sale, but, like, you know, I. Well, there's the new. new, uh, There's an expansion coming up for it, too, though. Yeah, and there's a new package, uh, uh, a Zelda package, like the Discovery Uh, or whatever, that's got, like, this map, this big map, and some DLC, and then this guide. There's that, and they're doing a uh, Nintendo the the Wedge 2DS uh, Zelda themed oh, 2DS wow. with uh, a game in it. So maybe it won't go on sale, but you never know. I don't know. It'd be nice. It'd be real nice. Super fun. So play Mario. Play Mario. Okay. That's really. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. A lot of people got to be playing it. So I really, really have enjoyed it. So. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> um. So real. New quick. Donk City's great. And that's the, not like that, that's not even the first place you go into. No, no. It's, that's yeah. it's kind of the midpoint. I would is say. It? Okay, um, maybe leaning towards the first half of the game, but because it's the Metro Kingdom, so they're I mean right. they're all kingdoms, but this one's particularly weird, and it's kind of like our world. But the payoff is real. It's real good. It's a real good payoff. Nice. Have um, you gotten to the point where it, what they showed in all the trailers and stuff where um, he captures the Tyrannosaur? Yeah, that's his... like right at the beginning. Oh, is it really? Oh, is yeah, it really? It's surprisingly <laughs> like right at the beginning of the game. I have not captured a dinosaur. Yet. I think it's the first kingdom you go to that's not the one you start in. Very cool. Nice. Um, and it's it's neat. Like it's so cool to just be a T Rex for a minute. <laughs> like, I think it was so cool. That like the capturing things is so fun. It's a great it's mechanic. So oh, it really and is. I, you know to to that the mechanic itself. So I watched somebody playing and Mario used Cappy to capture one of the the fish mm-hmm. yeah, to yeah. swim around. So and I noticed is there a time limit on how long Cappy controls them or you no, control them? You have really? them. Like the level designs will stop you from using them forever. Right. So, right. but that's that's but the it only. It doesn't automatically kick yeah. you out. Yeah. I was oh. disappointed you couldn't capture those like little mosquitoes or dragonflies. I yeah. was disappointed you couldn't capture the bugs. But, yeah, there's a right. few things you can't capture, and you're like, well, I thought I could. Yeah. So that's right. kind of kind of interesting. But other okay. than that, it's it's fun to see how like Goombas move around in the world and. You can stack them on top of each other. It's kind of funny. That's if you're cool. a Goomba and you go jump on a Goomba, they just keep stacking. <laughs> and you can just be a tower of Goombas. Nice. Pretty cool. I love so. it. Cool. Very All right. Nice. So buy Mario. If yeah. you got a Switch, buy Mario. If you don't have a Switch, buy a Switch and then buy Mario. <laughs> just do that. Good, and good Zelda. They have the and Mario Odyssey bundle. There is a Mario, a Mario Switch. Yeah, you can just yeah. buy oh. them. You can get the Odyssey bundle. I've, there's like eight on the shelf at Target right now. Nice. Oh, nice. Cool. Um, <laughs> like, like right now at Target. Right, right now. Just go to your Target. There's, right there's, there's eight of them. I promise. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, go ahead and leave us a review. Subscribe to us because uh, the more people that subscribe and rate and review, uh, the more people see us and take note. Yeah, and good. it's obviously working because our podcast, we just saw metrics from our last month, yeah. I think. Yeah, we've had like I think six or seven months of growth, which is awesome. Yeah, it's so really, and it's not – it's, it's everything's up and up and up. Yeah. So this is kind of cool. This is a big month though. It was, it was a lot of downloads. Nice. So, yeah, it was good. Cool. So yeah, do and those thank you uh, reviews. To everyone who listens to us in Missouri, we don't really know who you are, but more people <laughs> listen to us. Overwhelming majority. Yeah. That's so strange. Twenty percent of our listeners in the United States are from Missouri. I don't know why. Because do we have do we have anybody in Discord no. <laughs> from Missouri? No, no. A lot of people from like that area, yeah. not Missouri. Central like, United States is our our big one, but yeah, Missouri. Sweet. 
Missouri makes up 20% of our listeners. I have no idea why. That's cool. Yeah, I, I lived in Missouri for a while. I've yeah, got family in Missouri. Why. I figured it was your brother just listening over and over and over <laughs> and over like, again. like, hey, download this. Yeah. <laughs> just handing out strips of paper <laughs> at Walmart. Here, go download this. Go download this. I Google love promotion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's never saying anything. Right. It's going to build up Adam and not He doesn't even like video games. Oh, he's he's a gamer. That's for sure. Love it. Um, also, Extra Life is coming up. It is. So, um, yeah, if you want info on that, go to our website, bitemepodcast.com. You can and... actually just go to bitemepodcast.com slash extra life. Oh, really? And it will take you to a page where you can... Uh, I did not know this. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just going to say, like, uh, you know, normally we've been kind of playing this as a, like, hey, you know, you can join our team, whatever. But, like, I'm just going to say, like, right now, like, hey, give us money. That'd be awesome. Seriously. Um, if you've listened to the podcast, you've enjoyed it, like, you don't have to give us a lot of money. Like, give us a, like... You know, we probably have, you know, a couple thousand subscribers. If each of us, you could give us a dollar, that would be like just when you listen to this tomorrow, um, which is your today. um, Yes. And yesterday's tomorrow. Whatever. Like hop out there on on Friday or Saturday and give us a dollar. Like that's all you have to do. And it's easy. (laughs) Or two dollars. Or or 12. And it's not not for us. Yeah. It's for kids. kids. So, uh, you know, we're giving to, uh, uh, well, at least I am, um, to... uh, the Children's Miracle Network Hospital in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like I know Kevin's doing one in Chicago and, and you know, people are doing them, you know, don't, you don't have to give them to us. Choose one of these people to ask questions every week. Like yeah, Kevin's totally. on our team, Vinny's on our team, Annie's on our team. Um, I know a bunch of people on our yeah. team. So, like, go give them money too. Like, they don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't care where the it's money comes from. The as long as it's, it's all going to the same place. It's going for it. It's a great cause. And uh, they just, you know, they help kids out that, you know, don't have insurance or, you know, have cancer. And mm-hmm. like, geez, can you imagine being a kid and having cancer? That would really, really be awful. So, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, anyone having cancer is awful, but especially when you're, you know, a little kid. So it's a great cause. You know, like I said, give us, give a buck too, whatever, whatever you can afford. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Cliff and I recently had a chance to kind of go behind the scenes at a Ronald uh, Donald House, yeah, yeah. Mm. near uh, Seattle Children's that that works with Seattle Children's, and it, it it's really amazing to see the facilities and what they are actually able to provide people. Yeah, but they they need the help or then can use the help. Definitely. So, I mean, it's just a great thing to do. So, yeah, good, good. and you can find out all about that at bitemepodcast dot com slash. Extra life. Yeah. And Saturday, Extra life, all one word? Extra life, all one word. Okay. Saturday, Sunday, like, mm. come watch our stream, yo. And I'm sitting here yawning right now. <laughs> I know, right? It's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, man, I could really use some coffee. We've been training. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the stream is going to be a lot of fun. No. The stream is going to be a lot of fun. The first, uh, like, 8, 10, 12 hours, depending on how long we can stand each other, is just going to be... <laughs> Like the three of us and friends and significant others and Vicky who's on here sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, we're all going to go over to my house and we're going to play dumb like couch co-op games. For, gang beasts. Yeah, we're going to play some gang beasts. We'll probably play some What's mid-hog. gang beasts? It's oh. like wrestling with jello creatures. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm it. into it. It's too. his it's favorite game at PAX. Favorite game at PAX. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, you know, we'll probably play some Lovers in Dangerous Space Time, maybe some Overcooked. Does so. anybody have Knack 2? No. Ah. Oh. No. I think you're the first person in the world that's been disappointed that someone doesn't own Knack 2. Oh, no, besides, no, like, no, no. The creators of no, 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 no. So there was Knack, the first one. Knack 2 is, is a, like is a everybody loves this game. Everybody's huh. like, this is what we wanted. It's, everybody talks about huh. how great Knack huh. 2 is. No, I do not have Knack 2. Well, I've I might invest that. in that. Perfect. So. Well, uh, let's Knack 2 it up. 
There we go. But there's a ton of games. We'll play a bunch of fun, stupid stuff, and we're yeah. going to live stream the entire thing. So, uh, And if so, you have suggestions for us on the games to play, drop yeah. us a note in our Discord, on Twitter, Facebook, however you want to do it, let it'll, us know. It'll be good. Cool. All right. Would we consider that our shilling for Extra Life? I believe that would okay, be shilling so for Extra Life. We have shilled. Now that we have shilled, we go on to... News! <laughs> Just one uh, news this week. News! No, All right. <clears throat> Doesn't count even unless he says it twice. Right. Um, so, lots of stuff going on this week. Of course, the big thing, though, uh, happened in Paris. Mm-hmm. It's Paris Games Week. Yeah. So let's talk about what happened. Yeah, so Paris Games Week. Unfortunately, I have actually not watched the entire thing yet. <laughs> so, I don't know. Stuff kept breaking at work today. And they're That's like, Cliff, stop watching videos and come fix. The- We're trying to get a Christmas station live. Can you believe that? It's November 1st. Right. This is not even in your job <sighs> description. No, it is actually. Is it the live stream? Yeah. 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 Yep. So, yep. Yep. Anyways, Christmas was taking away from Paris Games Week this week. But I did watch a bunch of it. And uh, there's some really cool stuff coming out. Um, PlayStation Europe is actually trying to kind of make. Uh, Paris Games Week, like kind of their E3, there, mm-hmm. you know, they're you know it's going to be one of their kind of big things. So there's actually a really big presentation. They announced a lot of new cool games. I'm, I'm going to run through them pretty quick. Um, and like I said, unfortunately, I did not see. I missed most of the big AAA stuff, so I'm mostly going to be talking indie games. That's so, fine. We love our yeah, indies. Yeah, love the indie games. Um, probably the biggest indie announcement was actually Splunky Two is getting uh, released. Uh, did you guys ever play the original Splunky? No, I'd heard all about it. It's huge. It's God. It's it's fun. It's kind of a, a Mining road roguelike, you know, you're like you're like Indiana Jones, kind of exploring these caverns. It's really fun. It's really hard. I'm not particularly good at it, um, but I mean, it's it's had rave reviews. So Splunky Two is something that I think, interestingly enough, a lot of people are like, like, what would you do with Splunky Two? Like, you can't make that game better. It's already perfect. So. Right. Um, no one really knows exactly what it's going to be like, but the original guy from Splunky kind of like passes on his Splunking gear to his <laughs> his kid, and I believe it's a she kind of becomes the new Splunker. So, kind of like in SteamWorld Dig Two, where yeah. it was, yeah. first was male robot, yeah. now it's female. I, I and like that's kind of what they're wondering if what it'll be. It'll be less <clears throat> like because you know SteamWorld Dig Two is a way bigger game. Um, yeah. It's not procedurally generated. It's it's more story. It's more open world esque. So maybe that's what it'll it'll turn into. So that should be interesting. Um, one that Dylan and I are very very excited about is uh, I'm excited about it too. If, you if you're going right one? to the next, one. oh yes, oh, ma'am, yeah. Guac- guacamole. guacamole, guacamole. Have you guys seen any of the videos from it? No, it looks so good. Oh. It looks like everything that made the first guacamole fun. Have you? I did you beat the first one? No, I, I didn't, didn't beat either. it because it was it's a free. So hard. It was a free PS Plus game at one point, oh. and that's why it was the melee. Yeah, Ultimate remastered Super Turbo, Super Turbo yeah. Edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's good. Super fun. Yeah. It's so good. I played it almost <laughs> entirely co-op with my kid. Um, but that game gets hard at the end. Like, oh, I believe it. Really, really hard at the end. But it's so fun and like that kind of like luchador aesthetic is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. God, it's a good game. Um, another game they announced was the Hong Kong Massacre. Which, like, go watch the trailer for that. It is. It looks just like I think it's just like a kind of a top-down shootery twin stick kind of shooter game, but the the god the trailer for that is so atmospheric. It looks awesome. Isn't it um, kind of um weren't people saying like, you know, Hotline Miami-ish yeah, kind of thing? Yep. Okay. Yep, exactly. Um The Gardens Between is beautiful, so gorgeous and it's a kind of a narrative-driven puzzle-solving game um where you can manipulate time to help solve the puzzles. 
Um, it looks really cool. There's no, I think there's no voice acting. Like the entire thing's just done through kind of, you know, exploring these different worlds and solving these puzzles. It looks really fun. It's definitely one of those kind of like up my alley kind of games. Um, Resident Evil 7 is getting free DLC. Uh, comes out. That's interesting. About a month and a half. It looks okay. Um, <laughs> Well, it's kind of – I mean I guess the thing is, is if what you liked about Resident Evil 7 was that it kind of rebooted the series and kind of took it in a new direction. Right. This looks like it just like went back to like, hey, remember how Resident Evil used to be? <laughs> so <laughs> okay. I guess if you really – if you played Resident Evil 7 or like, well, this isn't what I liked. I like the old Resident Evil. Maybe this will be for you. Okay. Um, looks terrifying and gory and the entire thing is playable like in PSVR like, oh. uh, like the original game was. So – that is cool. Nice. Uh, another DLC that's coming out is Final Fantasy Episode Ignis, which is the dude with the glasses. Right? Yep. The Isn't he stuff? the last the last character to get some so. DLC? Yep. That's coming out, I believe, again the first of next month. Cool. Um, people excited about that. Um, a game that, like, I think I'm, I, I, think I just I'm saw this. Like, I might I be interested like too. Is Invector? Are you familiar with the the artist that they're talking about? Uh, Avicii. 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 Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know Avicii. Like EDM. No, I yeah, really yeah. doubt I do. <laughs> It, if if you have been alive in the last literally eighteen months, you've heard his song in a commercial. Oh, okay. Uh, you you may have heard his song at Disneyland while you were oh, there. Okay. So like, he's, he's is he like EDM kind of <clears throat> yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 totally. He's a producer. So uh, him and uh, whoever's making this game Those kind people. of partnered up to make. Uh, reminds me kind of of like Res or Audio Surf. Or... Oh, it's it's like it's almost like Res meets um, uh, uh, Amplitude. Yeah. It's a very yeah. amplitude looking thing. Yeah, so it looks really cool. And, uh, you know, like the song I heard in the, the trailer for it was good. Um, like it's not exactly my, my jam, but, right. uh, you know, I, I don't know. I really like like kind of vehicle-based rhythm games, mm-hmm. you know. So. I don't like DDR. I don't like Let's Dance. I don't like that crap. Uh-uh. I don't want to move. I want to sit on my fat butt and I want to push buttons I'll be to honest, the music. Like, <laughs> I loved Guitar Hero. Nope. But Guitar Hero was kind oh, of a game yeah. where you kind of had to stand up and play. And, like, every once in a while, I'm like... I was more of a classical... Yeah, like, I did a lot of that, too. Right, Guitar Hero. Same. <laughs> Can we sit down and I play always, this game for a while? I was always the guy who sang in rock band. I'm like, I'm doing the singing because I can't play instruments I have like never that. sung in a rock band game. I always kind of wanted to. I never had the microphone oh, fun. thing. It looked fun. Yeah. yeah I like it. Uh... And then a game called O-Ray, which is spelled O-U-R-E, oh, um, which is out right now. And it looks super fun if you're into that kind of like journey, abzu, your play as a – there's a backstory with a kid. And I don't remember if he can turn into like a like a very Chinese-style dragon or if he imagines the Chinese-style dragon. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember exactly. But you guide this dragon like it's very – you know, like it's super long. So it kind of almost looks like a kite as it's going. Oh, okay. Um, you're guiding it through these different things and solving puzzles and cool. exploring environments like you do in those kind of journey abzu like games. So definitely cool. another game that's like straight up my alley. So I'm excited about the next one just because I love that studio. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. Um, it's called Ghosts of Tsushima. Tsushima. Let's say Tsushima. 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 I believe Tsushima. Um, yeah. it's by Sucker Punch, the folks that did Infamous. Mm-hmm. Um. And you play as like a samurai warrior who's uh, being attacked by look kind of like Mongol horde kind of right. like and God, I mean it's just a trailer so far and it's just kind of a treatment, but it looks really, really, well. Really I mean their good. track records really yeah. good. Sucker Punch like does some good work. I don't think they're. I don't think any of the infamous games have 
have been categorically bad. No, no, I agree. Like, it, it was just a, you're either going to like it or you're not, but they've never been a bad game. They're so. based in Seattle, so we'll go stand outside their office until they come talk Ooh. to us. Ooh. They're right over by the Bellevue Collection. Huh? Right, like, a block that way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go stand right. out in front of their studio. Yeah. But, I mean, tell so them to talk Valve. to me. Valve's, like, three blocks away from there, so. And we got Bungie walks, here, too. Yeah. Someone yeah. walks out, you sucker punch them. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's what I'll do. <laughs> smart, it's real smart. Uh, yeah, uh, that game looks that game looks, it looks really, really cool. And the only and other I, uh, truly, I'm actually introduced interested in this next game. It too. looks really good. Yeah. It's called Concrete Genie, and it looks like what it's about is like a kid who's being bullied, and so he kind of but he's real artistic and draws, and so he <laughs> kind of retreats into this, uh, you know, I don't know, like imaginative world or whatever, and he uses you use actually the the controllers on your. Uh, DualShock to draw these like kind of graffitied environments all over buildings in this kind of what I assume to be like an imaginative world. I don't think right. it's actually happening in real life, but he he uses that to escape from like the bullying that he's had in real life and and interact with these creatures that he draws. It mm-hmm. looks like again, go watch the the trailer for it because I can't describe how right. just insanely beautiful it is. And I've not seen the trailer for it. I just saw the name, which yeah. I'm in love with the name. For what for me, if you can, if you've got this killer name for something that just you I hear mean, the name and it paints a picture for you when you hear it, I'm just like, okay, my that's wife, great. My wife and I always joke that like you know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but I judge all books oh, by their covers every time, <laughs> and and like most of the time I'm right, you know. But is it is it a first person? Is it third person? Third person? Is it okay? Because I'd be curious. Because coming up next, a ton of PSVR stuff. Yeah, um, it looks like a game that would be perfect in VR. I was going to say, just that idea yeah. would be super cool. Yeah, it looks absolutely just beautiful and completely unique. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's unlike anything else you've seen. But watch the trailer because it's it's stunning how pretty it is. Cool, so, it looks really cool. Um, like I said, PSVR. There was a lot. That came Holy out. Crap. Uh, that came up this past week for the PSVR. So it's obviously they're not abandoning this no, thing. No, and it's actually been selling pretty well. Yeah, they've sold well. more than a million of them. Um, yeah. I, they just recently kind of dropped the price too. And there's the new one coming mm-hmm. out. I mean, not new, mm-hmm. but new-ish Upgraded coming out. Yeah, one point kind of thing. One version of PSVR. Right. Um, we'll just kind of go through them because, I, like, I'll be honest, it was actually kind of a weird segment of of the show. Um, all the PSVR stuff was actually introduced in the pre-show. Um, but actually, almost all these games were introduced in the pre-show, um, and and you'd watch the the PSVR demos, and then I'd have to almost like wait afterwards. <laughs> like I'm okay, I saw that it looked interesting. What is it now? Right. Um, there's a game called Megalith. Um, looks interesting. It's a first-person hero shooter. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to that trailer. Was though. not much to that trailer. Yeah, and like I welcome anyone to try and break into the hero shooter genre right now. Right. Good luck. Because it's, I mean, yeah, it's like a hero shooter, but yeah. with a brawler kind of mechanic. Yeah, so maybe being say. in PSVR might help, I guess. Um, Boat of Blood, which is a, like, pirate airship game. And based <laughs> on what they said, it's actually uh, almost like you're playing a, uh, like, in a reality TV show where they give you a thing, like, there's contestants that you fight against, but kind of had this piratey look to it. It honestly was probably the least impressive game I saw there. Like, graphically wasn't much to talk about, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, Ultra Wings VR, which uh, looked real fun if you like kind of, like, arcadey flight sims. Okay. Um, 
you know, you're you're in a little airplane and you're doing loop de loops and tricks and flying through rings and shooting balloons and Sounds you know. nauseating. <laughs> but I mean, but it, probably not because you're inside the cockpit, yeah. so those usually aren't too bad. Yeah, that was um, a bad one. I did the Battlefront uh, yeah. Star Wars, the Rogue mission or it whatever. Works out okay, I was able to fly around yeah. just fine. That I didn't get motion sick, but it's the walking around yeah, thing the that kind of makes me go. Hard. Yeah, huh. so Ultra Wings will probably be cool. And they said it's like 30 hours of content too. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, Sprint Vector, which is this – now, that game looks nauseating. Like, oh, my God. I just nauseating. read what it is and yeah. I'm like – that, that, The, the three-word description is – It looked like an incredibly like fast-paced kind of like Mario Kart-esque thing except you're rollerblading. And on oh. LSD, like oh. it's so flashy and crazy. Like maybe it'll be great. I don't know, but geez, it looked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you guys all saw Moss E three. Oh Jesus, look up Moss. It's so. Oh you know, my God, it got it's, religious. It was so good. <laughs> it's and it's not me. You play as a little adorable mouse. He's super cute. It's like Redwall, but in VR. Um, it's one of those kind of like two and a half D. Yeah, it's probably. I guess it's full three D. Yeah, okay. But you're like this little mouse guy and you fight things and solve puzzles it's super cute nice um, and it's coming out soon uh february 18th so coming soon star child which is from the people that made lucky's tale um, okay which is a really cute kind of same thing kind of 3d over the shoulder um is lucky's tale that one with the foxy yeah, thing yeah, coming yeah. to the yep. xbox yeah okay um and it's already out on like i've played it on the oculus okay um Made by them, and there's literally, like, no details except that it's going to be a similar game, and it looks gorgeous. Cool. Um, Dead Hungry, which is, like, like literally, you look like, like you're— like overcooked for zombies. Kind of, except, like, you're just, like, you're just, like, throwing—like, you're making food and throwing it at them, and it cures them. It looked real—it's a pixel junk game, so—and they generally make pretty good stuff, but it looked real weird. That's strange. Uh, not in a great way. Okay. I will see. Um, it's already out, so it came out yesterday, so you could actually find out right now. I need to um, break out the PSVR. It's just been sitting there. I feel right. bad. I break up my Oculus every once. I think, like, not to break into what we're doing, but I think we need to play. Uh, keep talking, and no one explodes. Oh for extra yeah, life. let's. Yeah, we'll plan on that. We'll plan on that. Uh, so I'll, I'll set up. I'll set up the the Oculus. Stifled is actually already out already again. Okay. Um, do you guys remember? And this isn't actually the game that it was, but do you remember uh, there was a horror game? I'm gonna say three months ago where they used like echolocation to show where you were. Yes. You like like kind of bat out and it would show you the house you were exploring. It's kind of a walking sim. Oh, yeah. Very, very similar <clears throat> to that. Um, except this one actually has like a, you can actually like blow into the microphone on it and that's what makes the noise that it sends out. Um, but the noises you make will also attract enemies. That's just creepy It's sounding. got a really interesting like aesthetic though because the screen's black until you make a noise and then it just like sends out like, it, they look like light line drawings okay. out from it. It's That's really crazy. an interesting aesthetic. So, I don't know. It came out yesterday too and it's supposed to be scary. So, oh, right. you're still in a Halloween mood. Uh, what is this League of War? I don't know. It <laughs> like looks like a mix of like a real-time strategy game and tower defense. You can actually like pick up your units and move them. Um, is it like you're lo- like godlike looking yeah, down on a kinda, map and yeah oh, that could be could be kind of fun I, and like and that's exactly what I said and I'm like it could be kind of fun or but it, could it could not be, be. <laughs> so really terrible <laughs> I don't know the 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 trailer was super cheesy too um, like one guy sitting down and putting on the helmet and is like his girlfriend playing with a controller next to him I'm like because that's what I want to do is play a multiplayer game next <laughs> yeah. to a dude wearing a stupid hat right and so, headphones <laughs> uh, so I don't know maybe I'm um, excited about the last one are you really yes. Just because I love those, I love fishing. 
I grew up fishing. I love playing the Reel Men Bass game or whatever, and I like the fishing in Stardew Valley. I like fishing games. I don't know why. I know it's stupid. All right, road trip fishing. So yes. Final Fantasy Monster of the Deep, the Final Fantasy <laughs> fishing <laughs> game. <laughs> there was a fishing game on like the Xbox 360, I think, where you had like the fishing rod controller. We oh, played oh. that so much. <laughs> I, I wish, remember. I wish I could remember what game it was because we saw we were oh, actually man. playing the game next to it at PAX, and there was this weird, like, oh, strange yeah. party game that was like I don't know twelve players playing at once, and you could literally play it on any, any control controller in the world. And there was a girl in the back playing it on the the, the fishing, fishing rod. And someone had the the <laughs> nice. DJ Hero turntable. I have no idea what it was. It was real weird, yeah, real weird, real yeah. strange. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I'll play it. All right. There you go, man. (laughs) Um, Two other trailers that happened at Paris Games Week was uh, PlayStation 4 exclusives. Uh, So the Last of Us 2 trailer and Detroit Becoming Human, human, um, which look incredible. I'm really excited for both of them, Last of Us 2 in particular, just because I love the first one so much and we've all been waiting for it. But along with all the yay, look at this new stuff. Um, a lot of people, or I don't know if it's a lot of people, but it's definitely been a getting fair a lot amount. of press, though. Yeah, yeah, it's getting a lot of press. Were these game trailers, or are these games too violent? And I think I don't think it's the games. Like I don't think anyone has a problem with the games themselves being too violent. Okay, the trailers. I think they themselves. have a problem with the trailers being too violent. Okay, and and even even more so than that, too violent out of context. Right. Um, like almost like shock value violence. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing, like, I have not played the other games in the, like, I know they're, Detroit is the first in the series, but I've never played Heavy Rain. Rain I've never yeah. played the other games made by David Cage. David Cage. Now, was, I've not seen the Detroit Becoming Human trailer, but was it specifically violent or did it just have some very, very adult themes very going violent. on? Very was it very violent? violent. Okay. Um, See, but, I didn't, I thought that one was. Significantly less violent than. Well, I guess it depends. I I think that's also going to depend on your definition of what's violent or what is like. Literally, they kill a kid in it. So you don't see it. You don't see them kill the kid, but like, there's a little girl who's very, very alive, and then her dad chases her upstairs, and then she's very, very, very dead on her bed. So like, it's not like it's very intense. It's very intense, and I, I I agree that the the Detroit one is. Probably the less violent of the yeah. two trailers, but right. it does have a dead kid yeah. in it. Um, and and I think people's objection is first of all that there's like there's no warning at all for these. And I mean these played on a big screen at a show where who who knows who's right. in the audience, you know? Right. Um, these you know these are the equivalent of like movie red band, red band trailers, trailers, yeah, for sure. But don't have a like oh my god, cover your eyes. Yeah. Um, and I mean and they're long. That's the other thing too. Yeah, they're they like were three, three to five minutes, minutes long. Yeah. And, I think people's objection is is like we play violent video games. I play super violent video games. Oh, I yes. love violent video games. Like oh, I yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm 100% okay with that. But I'm not super okay with a super violent tiny cut of a game that gives no explanation as to why it's super violent. Right. You know, like what I liked about The Last of Us wasn't that it was this gory slash fest of me stabbing those horrible mushroom head things in the neck right. up close and you know shanking them right what you like about the game is it has a great story and a great interaction between the guy and the girl and right. the guy and his dead daughter and the yeah. guy and, you know i mean like that game is all about story it just happens that it's a story set in a horribly horribly right. violent place and 
you don't get anything for that game. You have no idea who these people are in this, the trailer for The Last of Us. I mean, my God, they, they it just starts they, they, and it's nonstop. They, I mean, the they take a girl and hold her down and break both of well, break one of her arms with a hammer. Yeah, and like. I, I don't know the last time I had to look away from a trailer. Yeah, I, I looked, could not I watch absolutely that. Absolutely, I averted my eyes. I was like, "Oh, that's there." Oh, it was yep. horrifying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely horrifying. Um, and I mean, like, it didn't get less violent from there. No, you know, no. I mean, and that was, was like that was two thirds of the way through the trailers was, when that happened. It was. I mean, there's a lady being hung. That I mean, the lady gets a hammer embedded in her head like it's oh it's gnarly it's really bad it's gnarly and, and like and like i said i don't have a problem like i don't think i would have a problem playing that scene that i mean i'd still look away but right i i in context i'm sure that scene makes sense but as a just a four and a half minute supercut of right. here's what the last of us two is about i why right what do you i think? just don't um the last of us trailer was definitely i think intense and in the way that it because it didn't have the context surrounding it, I don't think it was effective as a trailer. Yeah. Whereas if you knew what was – basically all this trailer did was show you how terrible humans are in a situation in which the world is ending. Yeah. That's all this trailer did. It did not set up any any kind of story or anything. Oh, really? The No, absolutely no. not. It's literally um, – I mean if, you watched it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it set up a – Huge thing for the story. Well, you, there, but, but there's you obviously these characters there, are. Yeah, like, you, you don't. There's no character. They don't show anything about the characters other than you know that there's three different factions yeah. happening right here. Yeah, yeah. That's well, it. But, you but that's nothing. Like that is that is in every single post-apocalyptic movie ever. There is factions of people right that who are violent. Yeah, like right. th- we know that. But in the first one, did any of did any of the people that were broken off? Because I don't remember off the top of my head, were any of them like religious religious I don't driven think or so. Christianity I or something because that's what I got right. from yeah. this was like, there oh, was there's a- this whole new religious thing happening that never happened yeah. in the first one. And I mean, and it- you get glimpses of things, but to me, it just it to me, it was too over the top. It, it made like I still really want to play that game less, <laughs> but it almost makes like if that was my exposure, if I hadn't played the first one, <laughs> I don't know if I look at the game like, oh, that's for me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um fair but i mean i think to me on top of that the problem with trailers like that and the problem with trailers like that making news is it it all of a sudden becomes fodder for you know the new york times is going to write an article that says oh my god have you seen how violent video games are right and they're going to say go look at this trailer and people are going to look at that and go like well my kids can't play that and their kids shouldn't play that and you know yeah but that's the thing gaming in a bad light um and and but i mean the thing is is I, I mean, my kid plays M-rated games. He doesn't play that game. Yeah. But, you know, he's definitely played games that are violent. Uh, maybe T-rated games. I like it. But, I mean, he plays Destiny 2 with me all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's and only – if that's got a rating of M, it's because of the people online. T. Yeah. But, you know, anytime people come out and go, video games are horrible and violent and no one should be playing them, it is detrimental to the hobby as a whole. <laughs> Vicky just looked in the window. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think the Detroit Being Human one, though, was still very, very violent. But at least it, it used its violence to show you what could have been. Because yeah. essentially it plays and then it says, you could have done something to make that girl not die. Right. And here's, yeah. you know, a minute worth of scenarios of how you could have saved her. So yeah. at least you understand the violence. But it's still rough. 
Yeah. Right. I that's what I thought is I don't neither of the trailers really bother me. I don't think the Last of Us trailer is very effective. Yeah. That's my biggest complaint with it. It's like if you're gonna show violence make it matter like yeah. right. make it matter in the the Detroit Become Human trailer I thought that was a very effective trailer yeah. and the violence didn't I didn't even bother me because it was so apparent what they were doing they said this terrible situation happened and that's very much the theme of this game yeah. um, is how artificial intelligence is going to become a part of mm-hmm. humans life when they the advance first- that way and yes a ki- the child dies but then it, it shows you, boom, all these different potentials of how that one moment can play out yeah. in time and how our choices affect that and how you can have a happy – and not it's yeah. not a happy ending, but a it is, a different it is ending, the though. positive ending yeah. where people survive that situation. Um, so that violence was very explained. Yeah. The Why? first two and a half minutes though, that – trailer man are rough yeah. like until you get to the part where it's like oh hey you could change things you're just like Whoa. yeah i mean i mean so i watched the last of us 2 trailer just because um i i'm a last of us fan yeah, i'm excited for it and i know i was supposed to watch the detroit trailer i just didn't i watched some of it and i was like oh this th- she's gonna die yeah. i'm like i saw it coming and i'm like Meh. Yeah, yeah. um but again it didn't it didn't bother me in that one <laughs> Just because this – it didn't really bother me in either one personally Yeah. Um, because I know what Last of Us is. I know what Last of Us yeah. is about and I know that it's not just zombies but it's also about humanity yeah. trying to survive and yep. people like breaking down. Yeah. So I got the violence in it. <laughs> I got it and it did – it honestly, it made me more interested in the game because to me it introduced a whole new element that we didn't see in the first yeah. game. Yeah, it was completely out of context, and I think majority of that trailer was literally just so they could say, look how violent it is. Well, and I think one thing that I kind of heard about it, too, is like that game's not coming out for probably another two years. Two? They're saying 2019. Um, And so that may just be like... Hey, we've got this scene. You know, we need something right. for Paris Games Week, guys. Well, that it just happens to be pretty violent. Yeah. We just happened to crush so. this one lady's arm with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I, I think that Dylan really nailed it. Though. I don't think it's I, to me. It wasn't effective, uh, yeah. and it made me l- less interested in that game. Right. But to me, I, like a lot of it, to me is just the the global reach of it's not. Like as people that love games, it's not great to have a bunch of people, including game journalists, go like, "Holy crap, these right. are way violent and incredibly over the top." Yeah, I think know? the the way what what should be done very clearly is you flash a warning. Yeah, like this is a oh, red, yeah, basically absolutely. the equivalent of this is a red band trailer. But I guess maybe the reality is, is I mean. Because like even said, when you go to movie theaters, the movie the but movie they don't show red band trailers at the theater. They have. It depends on the movies you go on to. Some, movies? I've been to an, I've seen a red band trailer in a theater. Really? Yeah, it was oh. super awesome. I was like, this is the weirdest thing. Interesting. I never have. Yeah, but they always give you that. They give you the green thing yeah. saying the following movie is is rated the R, but is this rated. is yeah. okay for yeah. everybody to watch. And to me, that's just like especially at a thing like that where I mean, Paris Games Week. Yeah, is probably mostly a journalist event. Right. But you know. It, there was Actually, a lot of journalists that were there saying too, like that, you know, as a as a woman who's been, you know, had violent assault in my life, that was not something I wanted to watch. Right. Um, also, and I just this just kind of clicked in my head. Paris Games Week. We got to keep in mind too, the European mindset of gratuitous violence Is and nudity and stuff than ours. in TV and entertainment. Way different than yeah, ours. Totally different things. So maybe for their audience, right? There, 
it, would it be wasn't worse. as it wasn't as what? No, because I mean they're way it's the it's flipped here. Like Americans are way more used to violence and not as used to oh really? See, I sexuality. just figured over there everything no, was okay. Europe's way different. They're like fine showing nudity on TV, but they're like why is American stuff so violent? No, oh, okay. Um, well, but I mean most of the stuff I've been reading to has been from American journalists. Yeah. So you know, it's crazy. yeah, who knows? It's nuts. But uh, the trailers are. I, I'm not going to say necessarily worth watching, but they're interesting to watch. Yeah, um, it's it's they're 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 something. Yeah, they are. I'm I'm looking forward to both of them, regardless. Yeah, no, of, I think I mean yeah, they're going to be. They're good. both games I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for Last of Us. Uh, two well, more you played years. Detroit mm-hmm. uh, and thought it was pretty good, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that. That's is it. Is it Walking Sim ish? No, it's. Oh, it's, it's heavy rain. Kinda. Yeah, it's okay, just yeah, like yeah. heavy rain. Okay. Except there's, I mean, different mechanics because you have there's moments where you're playing as a, I mean, an artificial intelligence. Right. So you have these like computer abilities. To, I'm usually an artificial intelligence to <laughs> scan your surroundings and use that evidence. Right. Kind of like La Noir, how yeah. you're able oh, to yeah. use evidence, or depending on the things that you say, you're able to coax information out of people. Right. And knowing things is able to open up different dialogue options. To say the right thing at the right time sure. to, to either talk someone down from something or say the thing that puts them over the edge. So um, it's really neat to see the ripple effect of your choices. Sure. So, cool, cool. And that's why I think the trailer the trailer showed that. Yeah. It showed yeah, how the game plays through a very violent scene in this case. But um, yeah. Nice. It's going to be an interesting game. Good. All right, moving on. Next, we're gonna f- got a couple of quick little bits of news. We'll run through real quick. Uh, GameStop is launching a GameFly competitor. It's called Power Pass. I read about it. Mm, I don't know. It's interesting. It's, it's different. So the way it works is you pay. You sign up for their free. I don't know GameStop rewards. Yeah, what is it? The thing. power. I don't know what it's called Power Player or something. Yeah, crap. something like that. Um, and then you give them $60. And then over the course of the next six months, you can go into presumably any GameStop and bring and pick out a any of their used games and take it home for as long as you want and then take it back and trade it for any other used game in their store. And then at the end of six months, you, I think, get to keep the one you have. Um, or maybe go pick another one. At a, di- um, at a discount or something? No, you could just get to oh. keep it. Oh, okay. And then Sweet. presumably, assuming that this works, they'll sign you up for another 60, you know, another six months of the mm. service. And uh, you can just start over again. And, and like, I think it's interesting, but I think it's going to 100% depend on how many people sign up for it and how their stock of used games is. Because, like, used games that they're kind of a mixed bag. Like, yeah, you, you know, never know what you're going to walk into. You know, yeah. You just, and I mean, I think that, I think it's going to depend too on how good they are at keeping their like online stuff up to date with what's in their store because you can go and search what used games are in a GameStop right now. Um, mm-hmm. And as long as that's pretty up to date, like it would be okay. Um, and as long as you live close to a GameStop, like I live close-ish to a GameStop. I live close-ish to a couple of GameStops. But but would you? Is it worth the drive for the one used game that they might have? Maybe I don't know. I'm I'm giving some real serious considerations. I I do Game Fly right now, and I have the two games out at a time pack 
and I'm thinking about is that like what twenty twenty five three bucks a month or twenty five bucks a month. I'm kind of thinking about going down to one, um, which is like fifteen, and then trying this as an add on as a gateway, just like go and hopefully cycling through them a little mm-hmm. bit faster. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting idea, and I mean, I think what the reason they're doing it is just because they're recognizing that they live in a world where people are buying more digital games. They've mm-hmm. got a ton of stock, and they need to move it around more uh-huh. or do something with it. And so, you know, I mean, it's literally the cost of one new game for every six months to be able to play a huge amount of, uh, you know, used uh-huh. stuff. And, I mean, people trade in brand new games. So It's true. It's true. You know, I don't know. It, it's the, an interesting idea. The one thing that I, I would say I like about this is – when using like GameFly or something, the game you want to play today isn't necessarily the game that you want to play in three to five days when you actually 100%. get the game. So, like that was always, I mean, the nice thing about going to Blockbuster or something, right? Yep. It's like you're getting the thing that you're going to go home and play right, right now. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know how many times that like I'm not in the mood to play something that I was in the mood to play like three days ago. It's just not. That's I mean, that's how we are. We want to well, play. I wonder if that. And I, I agree with that. hundred percent agree with that. And I kind of wonder if that mentality will make this more palatable. The, yeah. I want to go get something right now. And maybe and and maybe it's kind of like that Netflix. Like they may not have that brand new game that I've always wanted to play, but they have a copy of that game I wanted to play six months ago. You yeah. Know? Um, I always wanted to play Bayonetta two on yeah. the Wii, Wii mm-hmm. U, but I never got around to getting yep, it. So exactly. Like so you know, and but that's true. You know, like GameFly. A lot of the the one of my biggest complaints about it is. That they used to have a processing plant in Seattle. I don't think they do anymore. So my game ship out of LA. So it and just so takes a day longer. Like, so yeah, my turnaround time on sending back a game and getting a new one now is often like three to six days, depending on availability. And so it would be nice just to be able to go like, I want this today. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm all about trying stuff randomly. Yeah. So right? like, because I've still got I've got the PlayStation now, and I mean, I I play it once in a while. Um, but again, it's easy to justify it because you figure, hey, for the course of a year, I yeah. paid for one and three quarters game, yep. like brand new games for a year's worth of gaming. It's kind of worth it. So to try something for six months for the price of a game, yeah. totally, and totally GameStop palatable. At the mall, and there's a GameStop, yeah. you know, in the strip mall down from your house. There's a strip. They're mall everywhere. Down. Yeah. So, so it's an interesting right, idea. Cool. All right, sweet. We'll have to check that out. If anybody uh, listening uh, tries that out, let us know what you yeah, think. I don't think it starts until like the seventeenth of November. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, if, if anybody's going to try it, let us know. Let us know. Uh, real quick, RIP Connect to the Xbox. Yeah. And the Connect is gone. I hear it's been replaced by that little bar in the new iPhone X. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically. I, uh, I'm kind of I'm – I'm not – Are you bummed or are you just sad? I'm bummed because I really liked the voice control aspect of uh, Connect. Like, it was really nice to be able to talk to it occasionally. Um, but when I got my 1S, I couldn't hook it up to it anymore. And I never got the adapter um, for, like, it feels dumb. But for, like, six months after the Xbox One X came out, if you, like, registered both your consoles, they'd send you the adapter for free. And now it's 40 bucks. And they're not going to give you that same program with the Xbox One X. And so... Like my connect is just kind of. I mean, I still have my original Xbox. I could hook it up to that, but you're good. Yeah, it's. it's I don't know. Was it seems Xbox like on the original Xbox or was it on both. the 360? Uh, both actually. Oh, oh really? they introduced no, no, no. the connect on the 360. On the 360. Okay, okay, and then the the new the Xbox One, one came with, with one. Yeah, because wasn't it when launched. it launched? It was like you have to use yeah, the connect to blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, yeah. So it was, and I mean, 
the new Connect worked pretty well too. The the three sixty one was kind oh, of garbage, yeah. but the new one was actually really good and did a lot of cool things like uh, the workout. Did you ever do the any of the like workout stuff with it? No, it was I never. Good. Yeah, I don't remember what I've actually done with yeah. it, but. Yeah, it works really well, especially if you have to have a room a big room, appropriate but, for yeah. it. But. I, I'm just kind of disappointed because I like to be able to, like, turn off my Xbox using it or turn on my Xbox using it or, you know, there's a lot of, you know, like you could turn Xbox on. Netflix you can sign that. in by yeah. walking in front of it and yeah. it sees you and says, signing in, hello. I just don't want to pay the $40 to get the adapter to hook it up to my, my new one. So Aww. it's kind of a bummer. It's kind Aww, of weird well. when they just stop. They're like, man, we're it's over kinda, it. And, now. I mean, really, the reality is the biggest bummer of it is is that the the Connect was probably one of the biggest reasons that the Xbox isn't doing better this generation, and then to kill it. So, yeah. R.I.P. Connect. Yep. Wah, wah, wah. Bye. Um, one last bit of Xbox One X news. Um, the native display coming out of it is going to be 1440p. Yeah, and this is a big deal only because. No one's been able to say. So, I mean, if you have a 4K TV, your Xbox One X will push 4K. If you have a 1080 TV, it will take that 4K and then downsample it down to 1080. But a lot of people are saying, well, I have a 1440 monitor. Like uh, like I, like I me, I personally right. have a 1440 computer monitor. And and a lot of people use, you know, they, they don't have a, a big TV. You know, they share, they, you know, they've got roommates where they don't have a big TV in their room. They've got a computer and a monitor, and they hook their Xbox up to that, and, and no one was able to answer: Is it going to play 4K downsampled? Is it going to be a 1080 image upsampled? You know, how's it going to work? And they finally released that it's actually just going to be native 1440. So that makes it the best possible image for that monitor. You don't have to worry about downsampling. You know, taking extra resources. You don't have to worry about upsampling, making a taking an image and making it look worse. Um, it's just going to output at 1440, and it's going to look great. So if it outputs at 1440, explain this to me, because if it's a native output at 1440, how can it display native 4K? It does both. Oh, like, so it, it depends oh, on okay. what it's plugged into. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it'll <clears throat> natively run at 4K if you have a 4K monitor. It'll natively run at 1440 if you have a 1440 monitor. And it'll downsample to 1080 if you have a 1080 monitor. Okay, so. but it'll downsample the 1440 to 1080. Uh, I think it goes 4K down. Okay. I think I'm not right, exactly cool. sure. That's what it implied. But it's just it's just good news that it's going to yeah. look as if you have one of those monitors. And I mean, oftentimes those are expensive too. Like mm-hmm. people spend a lot of money on their computer monitors. <laughs> um, and so it's it's nice that it's going to give you a good image. Sweet. Yep. I'm personally going to be hooking my Xbox One X up to a 75 inch 4K yeah, display. Me too. Mm-hmm. Well, except mine's only 65, but you know, okay, it's how you use it. I hear. Oh. It's the size of the TV. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's your news. Uh, thank you for listening to that. Uh, moving on to questions. We have one from Shadow X. From, that's Josh uh, Chalupa Dios. And we start every week off with one from Vinny. Hey, yo. <laughs> Taco Tornado. Yeah, he didn't put, we didn't put Taco Tornado in the notes this week. I know he loves it, though. I know. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Vinny loves it. Uh, Vinny gets the tacos. All right, from Vinny. The question's in the spirit of Halloween, but to another extent. Who would be the character from a video game, doesn't need to be human, that you would dress up as if you had an unlimited budget with all the resources needed at hand? The catch is you have to be this character for the entire year until next Halloween, (laughs) including constantly dressing like them and role-playing them and how they speak. Why would you choose them? (laughs) It's kind of rough, right? (laughs) Um... 
any silent protagonist, so I won't have to talk to any <laughs> of you Freeman. losers. Not Morgan Freeman. Dang it, I made that mistake again. Gordon Freeman. <laughs> Gordon Freeman. Again, I don't know who that is. He's Half-Life. The, he's the Half-Life. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't talk ever. Ever. So, yeah. Oh. I uh, My Skyrim character had a pretty awesome full set of Bone Dragon armor, <laughs> um, and I, you know, I, I think I could pull that off for a year, and no one would screw with me. Imagine I'm, getting in your car, though. Oh, yeah, that... You're gonna rip your upholstery. Yeah. My upholstery then. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you be? Oh, just I, any silent protagonist. I, I'm still thinking. I'd... I'm gonna go with I would be Link. Oh, nice. Because a he doesn't talk. That would save my voice. I wouldn't have to talk to anybody. They'd all talk to tights. me. I would love to wear tights all year long. Just saying, I would do it yeah, every day. It's not a bad idea. Um, and I'd like to be able to like if I'm stuck in a conversation. With somebody that I'm just, I don't want to talk to you. Just I can, me and they talk I can literally turn around and climb up anything I want just to get away. Just be done. That's what I would do. And I could know, I, I could also know that if I hit him with a stick, it wouldn't kill them and the stick would break it would and it break. would be okay. <laughs> like, I'm totally okay with that. Oh and God. I'd be able to basically walk around any office or my house or the streets or whatever and I could find three things to throw in a pot and cook it. And I'd be fine. Well, and you could like just randomly break vases in people's house. You're like, huh, 10 bucks. Sweet. Raw, yeah. Like nobody <laughs> would care if I broke into their house and cracked their stuff. You even have like, their hey, kleptomaniac oh, habits. Ah, <laughs> oh, I like this. I like this more and more. It's very smart. It's very okay, smart. yeah. Link it is. cut grass and like, oh, I cut myself earlier. I could oh, mow the lawn in like three power swoops. Yeah. And you might find a couple dollars and like. And a, a dragonfly that'll warm me up in the winter. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> Super smart. Just imagining if Cliff was Mario all year like he was yesterday. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, that was funny. Th- it'd be great to be Mario, except all you could say is, it's, it's a me, me, Mario. And that would right? be, you'd drive yourself crazy. My wife's like, maybe you should grow that mustache all the time. I'm like, I don't think I have the ability I, to grow yeah. a mustache up above my nose. Yeah. Like, I, that's a I've very... never seen a mustache from like the lower eyelids uh-huh, down. Right, yeah. It's so thick. <laughs> it's a good mustache. It's a very good mustache. Have you uh, decided on any yeah. anybody yet? It's tough. There's that dead air on the podcast. That's good stuff. Uh, you don't get to put me on the spot. Dead air is fine. I've been thinking it's about a podcast. This, we don't have to pay the FCC every time we're off the air here. <laughs> fine. The air. Yeah. No. Oh, man. We'll come back to you. I mean, you could be. Who could you be? You could be. Uh, you could Luigi. be Donkey Kong. No, nah, you didn't have really a Donkey Kong kind of build. Yeah. You could be a Luigi. I don't want to eat that many bananas, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's that. Choke those down already, like. Right. Hmm. Okay. We'll come back to you. We'll think about that. Uh, That's a fun question. But anyway, so speaking of Halloween costumes, really quick, yesterday here in the office, we had our Halloween uh, party in the office, and it's always a lot of fun. Cliff was Mario. I was. I was a poop emoji. Yes, he was. And Dylan was Dylan. Really nothing out of the ordinary. He's always (laughs) dressed like a turd, basically. (laughs) Although I did have a kid come to my front door last night. I opened the door up, and I was wearing my emoji, and she was maybe four. She was a unicorn, and she goes... Your poop! <laughs> Not trick or treat, nothing, just your poop! It was so the most adorable funny. thing That's ever. Amazing. She Kids got extra kept candy. Me and going, like, it's Mario, and I wouldn't be paying attention. And my wife's like, they're talking to you. I'm like, oh, it's me. <laughs> it's me. Oh, it's fun. All right. Uh, Up next, Shadow X. uh, Josh has a question. Some individuals claim gaming can be classified as an addiction. Although more research is needed, some research already suggests it's not possible. Do you believe gaming can be addictive to the point of intervention? If so, why or why not? Uh, I mean, just think of what people are willing to give up to play games. It's true. Um, 
Go first while I, I, while I collect my thoughts. Uh, I actually just finished reading a book that everyone should read. It's called Chasing the Scream, and it is about um, the war on drugs and addiction and a lot of our misconceptions about it. Mm-hmm. Um, highly, highly, highly recommended. Not necessarily about video games, but it does touch on um, a lot of things that you think are highly, highly addictive that probably aren't, such as heroin. Um the question, no. I mean, yeah, people do stupid things for games, but it's not because games are addictive. It's because games fill a void in their lives that they can't right. fill in any other way. Right. And, uh, you know, you yeah, you, you get that same endorphin rush from running. You get the same thing from, you know, doing all sorts of things that, you know, give a positive feedback loop to your body saying, like, you should do that more. Right. But, like... Because an addiction, I think to me an addiction, like, means that your body physically is dependent on this thing. Do you enjoy it? Sure. Like, do you you sometimes make dumb decisions because you want to play video games? Like, I've I've said famously that, like, the reason I stopped playing WoW, not famously, I've said repeatedly. (laughs) Famously amongst our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The reason I stopped playing WoW is because I'd wake up in the morning. And I'd play – and I worked at home and I'd play WoW it from you know 7 until 8 when I was supposed to start working. And I'd go, oh, I just got that one quest left to do. I just got to return right. this thing. You know, Just take a couple minutes. And all of a sudden it's 8.45. I'm like, shoot, I was supposed to start work 45 minutes ago. That's cool. Start work. And then you know, I'd eat lunch and like, oh, I have, totally have time to get in a quest. And you know, I'd play for 45 minutes. I'm like, oh, I just got to return this thing real fast. Just take a minute. And all of a sudden it's 2 o'clock and I'm like mm-hmm. – you know, eventually I'm like, I'm going to get fired if I don't <laughs> you know, stop playing WoW. And it's not, it's not because it's addicting. It's because because it had a really positive feedback loop of, hey, just one more thing. Hey, just one right. more thing. Just one more thing. And, you know, do people do dumb things because of games? Yeah, they spend tons of money on microtransactions and they, you know, they choose to but play again, games instead of having relationships and, and all sorts of stuff. But again, it goes back to the whole there is something yeah. obviously missing in that person's life or there is a mental yeah. kind of thing going on that they're filling at or fixing that with the game. Exactly. Whether they're fixing it with booze, food, drugs. Yeah. Sex, you're gonna fix driving, it something. running, something. You're going to fix yeah. it with something. But it's not It's not an addiction. You're Like, no one has ever, like, oh, I stopped playing video games and, like, I just sat in a corner and sweated <laughs> for three days. And, like, <laughs> I didn't oh, know what to do with yeah. myself. Like, you don't right. get the DTs from video games. Right. You know? um, yeah, I, I mean, similar to that is, yeah, I don't think our bodies really crave the video games. But I think video games are something that... Unlike other things that we do as hobbies, is very lazy yeah. inherently. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's one of those things that if you play a lot of video games and you enjoy doing that, you gotta go outside, do something, like go for a walk, like whatever it is. It's like, but that's yeah. like everything else. Counterpoint: so. There are bears outside, <laughs> um, right? Yeah, there's like but air. No Ooh. one's gonna say he plays basketball too much, <laughs> right? Like that's that's what how I'm thinking about it. Except, and I think like basketball is a thing that's gonna be healthier for your body than sitting around playing. Video but even games. still, a basketball player is not gonna play basketball for you know eight hours at a time. You know, for four days in a stretch because physically that can hurt them. Counterpoint. When I was <laughs> when I was a sophomore in high school, I probably played basketball 25, 30 hours a week. Okay. Um, I'd go in every day before school. I was playing every day. I had a basketball class as part of school. I was playing every day after school. Mm-hmm. We'd play all weekend. And, uh, you know, it – it, I could see how that could be the same thing as a video game, yeah. quote unquote, addiction. Right. Um, and it was harmful. My knees and ankles are <laughs> garbage now. I can barely walk. Yeah. I'm 40. <laughs> right, right. But even <laughs> still, but even back to yeah. like what I was saying, like a basketball player is not going to play for eight hours in a row, four yeah. days a week. 
Yeah, you played 35 hours a week, but you'd play an hour and a half in the morning, yeah. an hour during school, three mm-hmm. hours after yeah, yeah. school. So it was broken up. Yeah. So, I think any of those things can be addictive to the right personality of the person. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hear all the time, right. you know, like Danny Bonaducci and uh, Carrot Head both have like – Both work- people I have zero interest in, right. but thank you. <laughs> uh, both, But they both have uh, or have had pretty serious workout addictions right. where they belong to like four or five gyms because people started going like, hey, man, why are you at the gym six mm-hmm. hours a day? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they like sneak out at night, you know, tell their wives they were going to the store and they'd go to the gym and, you know. It right, was, but and it's, and it's not it's that not they're addiction. addicted to it's the gym. Just, it's they have body dysmorphia or yeah. they have an odd right. sense There's of body image. Well, There's something going on. the same thing. You get the endorphins and you get, you know. Right. It's- so when it comes to the whole game addiction thing, with this cur- – so I think people are throwing the word addiction around because we came up – or at yeah. least I, we did yeah. um, in an era where games were new. This is something different. What is this? And yeah. a little trepidation. Like yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> but um, – We don't know enough, enough about it yet, right? So – but now like this current – generation of kids that are coming up and I, you're kind of a part of it you're on the upper end of it but they they grow up with video yeah. games right there and especially this last generation they grow up with games that are very social and very yeah. multiplayer so that's where their social like construct begins yeah. is with all these people virtually yeah. so yeah they're sitting there for six hours playing a game they're not lonely. They're not depressed. Yeah. They're not it's missing th- something. It's not, that's, that, it's not that stereotype of the dude alone in his mom's right. basement. It's that's where what all it, your friends are. That's what are. it used to be. Now yeah. it's this is where your friends are. So what what do you what do you say to that then? Yeah. Like, do you say they're addicted to games or they're addicted to that social aspect of those games because that's where their friends are? Yeah. And should you rip them out of their social group no. or tell them they can't do that because it's bad for them? Right. And, and I mean, to me too, like, I think the thing that a lot of people miss, especially if you're playing computer games, mm. um, like my kid is 10 and he knows how to use a computer as well as I did when I was probably 18, you know, right. um, he knows how a mouse works. He knows how a keyboard works. He knows how to start things. He knows how to do things. And, you know, based on the number of, you know, 40 to 55 year olds, I know that like can't mouse their way out of a paper sack, <laughs> a wet paper sack. Um, he's going to be better prepared for the world than a lot of people that are telling kids like, no, you can only have an hour of screen time a day. Right. Um, you know, Minecraft is an incredibly intellectual game. Like the things my kid builds in Minecraft, like the the processes and the, you know, the gating and the mechanized things. Like I don't even know how he does it. And it's <laughs> it's it's smart. Like it requires actual intelligence to do. And, you know, like to me that's not any different than him – practicing a lot of other, you know, actual school things, you know, right. like why would you ever tell your kid, no, you can't play Minecraft? I mean, would you rather your kid come home after school and play Minecraft and learn how to build, you things. know, a city? Yeah. Or would you rather have him come home from school and start banging on a drum set that he's never going to take that knowledge yeah. with anywhere and it will save you the headache? My kid does both. That's oh, man. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, he yeah. does. Uh, yeah. Bad example. It's all right. I think I have... Two last things. One is kind of along those lines is like unless you want to get good, like people – you got to play a lot of something. Like people are making money playing yeah. video games. So it's something oh, you yeah. have to do a lot. It, it's not necessarily an addiction. It's like the – I mean at some point you do have to understand that you're maybe not cut out for that. Like just the same with any sport or other activity. It's like there becomes a point where you should probably have a backup plan. Yeah. But um, if you're sinking that much time into something that's not really going to get you to where you're going. Um, but – 
like that, I mean, you can still play a lot of video games, and that's not an addiction. That's, I mean, people might be very serious about playing yeah. competitively, um, right. and then. So, I mean, that's a whole other asset, uh, facet of that. But And then the last thing I was thinking was there might be other problems that can come along with the amount of time you spend playing video games. But, again, it's not the addiction part yeah. of it. It's maybe the people you're playing games with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the fact that you're going to – I mean, kids do grow up with a lot of screens around them now yeah. and don't quite have some social skills that – people might have when so they they interact with people differently and that might hinder them in the future but, but that's I mean, not an addiction with people with all the same but that's the thing. everything's be, moving I mean, towards this virtual right. space and I, mean, in a way. I would say that that uh i mean like on the other side of that like you look at kids that are streaming nowadays like my kid streams every once in a while <laughs> nice. and like the ability to interact with an audience and interact with other people like that's a you know he is so easy to like just get up in front of a bunch of people and like, hey, I'm talking, you know, right. and, like he's in plays and, you know, does speeches and stuff. And I think part of it is because he's like totally comfortable getting in front of an audience of, you know, five strangers and like, hey, I'm going to talk about Minecraft for and five I, hours, right. you know. And I think that's why like gaming kind of got that weird rap because for the longest time it was the weird guy in his yeah. mom's basement yep. doing this thing. And not knowing how to actually interact yep. with people face to face, but now that you've brought this whole online yeah. video component, <laughs> you brought your audience to you're you. You're <laughs> right. Like kids are starting yeah. to get back into the whole. Like now they know how to interact yeah, you can with watch people. Watch me do it in my mom's basement, <laughs> right? They enter. They know how to entertain. They know how to talk yeah, to yeah. a person face to face. So I don't it's think weird. But, it's not. I don't yeah. think it's going to be weird now yeah. going from in front of a computer to in front of an actual person because that yep. video component's there. So I think it's going to. I think everything is going to be just yeah. fine, y'all. Everything calm will down. always be fine. There's always <clears> going to be. Turd yeah. heads, and then there's always going to be people that I mean, use that stuff to, that was actually to the one. be to use those to create skills for them that will be successful in the future. And I mean, that is one thing. I mean, the one thing I will get to, and yeah, I think we've kind of slipped off addiction into kids, but um, like, be careful. Like, there's a lot of horrible, racist, homophobic, right. awful people on the internet, mm-hmm. and your kids also play video games with them. Yeah, so that's <laughs> yeah, that's what I think people should be more worried yeah. about. And don't worry about whether or not somebody's quote unquote addicted to yeah. a game. First of all, if you think they're addicted. Find out what might be missing or yeah. what's going on in their life because there's a reason they're doing that. Yeah. Or, you know, keep an eye out for your kid. Yeah, yeah, right. Just, just yeah. the internet's stupid. Horrible. All right. Uh, thank you for that question, Josh. That's a good question. I know, right? I'd, I'd be curious to follow <laughs> that same question up. Like, if we're doing this podcast in five more years. We'll come back to it. Maybe. I'm addicted to this podcast. <laughs> Help me. All right. Uh, finally, last one from Chalupa Dios. Cliff is held captive by the captive by those darn rabbits. They will hand him back only if you hand them over the rarest item you've ever received in a game. What item is it? Hmm. Uh, the rarest item I've ever received in a Man. game. I had a lot of very rare things in Skyrim. I spent a lot of time in that game baking things. and I got a mushroom once in Mario. Level, okay. That doesn't count. <laughs> Leveling up things. A like one-up mushroom? The dragon one-up. armor was not a big deal, but like the high level of the dragon armor I had was, was pretty big. I spent a lot of time playing that game. Um, I don't think I've ever played. I'm not, I've only recently got into games that have quote-unquote loot. So the whole yeah. rarity or, yeah. or scarcity of things is new to me in the whole gaming world. So I know I've got I think what we're really stuff. getting down to is Cliff is screwed and he's going to be held by the rabbits forever. Yeah. yeah. I don't got much for you. Yeah, it's all right. Sorry, I'm going to leave you. I w- <sighs> yeah. You I- know what? If I still had it, it's not something I collected in a game, but I had a virtual boy. 
If I still had that, I you would give it to the rabbits <laughs> because you know those that. rabbits would shove their face I in that thing and think it's for, the greatest thing ever. I see those for sale every once in a while, and I'm so tempted. You should like, do it oh. just so you can be like, I need a 1990s headache. Right. <laughs> this is what headaches felt like <laughs> in the right. 90s. <laughs> right. Feels like blossoms standing on your head. <laughs> That's a, a headache from the 90s. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cliff, I'm sorry. You're yeah, stuck with the rabbits. Right. It's cool. I got a they're, magic they're card funny. I sold for like 200 bucks once. Hey. So. Oh, that'll work. That's a, I mean, it's a different kind of game. Dylan's but. got a bunch of chicken dinners. Those are pretty rare. Yeah. But is Cliff worth a $200 magic no. card? That's what we need. That's the question. No. But that's real money. Those are real dollars. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm not worth it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for the questions. Chalupa Dios, Shadow X, and Vinny. Uh, keep them coming. If you have questions for us, drop it in the Discord, message us on Facebook, whatever. We actually we'll have a it. questions channel in the Discord now. Do we really? We do. I need it's to get in there. It's much easier to keep track of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's wrap it up real quick. We got some cheap free games. Games with Gold was announced, which, by the way, I am a Games with Gold member. Oh. I signed up for that. What is it, 50 bucks for the year? Science. 60 yes. bucks for the year? 60, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Signed up, added Gone Home to my library and a couple nice. other things before they went away. Uh, but now I get to go log in and do it now. Very cool. Uh, yeah, today. Are they changing up the way they're coming to the system now, too? No. Or is really, it still the weird two weeks here, weird, two weeks there? Yeah, two weeks okay. staggered thing. So. Um, Trackman, Trackmania Turbo, no idea what that is. Game. It's cost 40 bucks and it's got four stars on the thing, so maybe it's good. Oh, wow. It kind of looks like that. What was that game with uh, the, the guy who ran through the track that yeah, you built? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, so there's it looks that. Okay. One. It's free. Whatever. Tales from the Borderlands complete season episodes one through five. I hear that is terrific. Yeah, it's a Telltale series. <laughs> yep, always good. It's real good. I'm really excited for Nights into Dreams because I remember playing it on a Saturn, like a Saturn. Saturn <laughs> once, and I'm like, this is the most beautiful thing ever. Yeah. And didn't they have another one come out for the Wii or the Wii U? I think it was actually probably this one. Would be my guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think it yeah, was. I actually this one. had the special controller that yeah. came with Nights on the Saturn. <laughs> was so. it like a weird? trackball-y kind of control? I don't control? remember. I just remember being real big and strange. But Knights is really fun. Why is the eye small? I don't know. Hmm. Why not? Because stuff. Yeah. Um, lastly in the uh, Games with Gold is Deadfall Adventures. Yeah. It's a first-person shooter kind of thing. Maybe. I'm waiting for it to load, so I guess we'll uh, Yeah, it, uh, I think it was a 360. Kind of yeah, it was it a 360 is. game. So yeah, very technical description. Yeah, but they're all... It is also $40, so yeah, maybe it's good. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. There's literally no description of this whatsoever. It, it's literally a screenshot of a gun. Yeah. Isn't there a girl All in things there? live yeah. forever, though at times they sleep and are forgotten. Blah. That's the intro to uh, Wow, that, that is some, that's some real bad. crazy, <laughs> deep, like, wow. Let's yeah. move over to the system everybody really cares about. That's what, uh, um, that's what Paris told me. Uh, the PlayStation Plus games for the month have been announced. They will be out on Tuesday, Tuesday. next week, Tuesday yep. the 7th. So if you've got that PS Plus membership, look for Worms Battlegrounds. Like, there's a game for everybody. So fun. We should play that at the uh, for Extra Life. That's a fun multiplayer I, game. I'm yeah. into it. I want to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they've got, like, you were covered all over the place for game type here. Yeah. So Worms Battlegrounds, which is a multiplayer kind of thing. Um, Bound, which is a PSVR. It's a very artsy yeah, kind it's of. Really cool. I I actually bought that for the PSVR. Oh, nice. And uh, some of it, yes, made me a little nauseated and a little pukey. <laughs> um, a picky. But I cannot stress enough that is probably the most beautiful VR thing I've seen on the PSVR up till when I. Sure. Stop playing it. And this is the first VR game to be on PlayStation nope. Plus. Last it? month they had rigs, mechanized combat, or mechanized sports or whatever. There was rigs. 
Um, it's a online multiplayer kind of soccer so, mechanized so. mech tournament. Sure. And it's it's super fun. So nice. if you uh, have a PS Plus membership and a PSVR and you're listening to this the day we release, go grab that before it goes nice. away because it is a PSVR game. I wonder it's if it, awesome. they're going to start doing a PSVR game every month. I'm thinking uh, maybe so. Maybe. Um, be a good way to generate interest in people getting totally. the PSVRs if they're – Starting to get games and, for it, and the last month and this month, both those games are, are incredible. Good. the The rigs one, it's definitely you'll want to turn on the the yeah the, the comfortable whatever. mode. Yeah, the yeah that thing. Don't throw up because you will hat. barf. Like the, that was one of the first things I played, and I jumped, and I was all. Oh. <laughs> it was rough. Um, if you are rocking the PS3, I'm not. I unhooked mine. Oh. Uh, R type dimensions. Which is, if you've played an R-Type game, then you know what this is. I have and, not, so I don't, but that's okay. <gasps> I'm not an R-Type. R-Type is like Gradius. Oh, it's okay. a side-scrolling nice. space shooter. I can get behind that. Um, but R-Type, they've got the cool power-ups where the thing sticks to the front of the ship or the oh, back of the cool. ship. And, oh, it's one of my favorite series. Very nice. Uh, Ragdoll Kung Fu, Fists of Plastic. The name is great. Yeah, I like the name. Have you played it? No, no the name is great. Oh, no. the name is great. Gotcha. Name is great. <laughs> that's, I want to play that. Now I'm going to hook it up again. <laughs> Uh, Dungeon Punks coming to the PS Vita. It's crossed by with PS4 nice. along with Broken Sword 5, Serpent's Cursed, Episodes 1 and 2. Oh, the Vita. Nice. Yeah. Good if you good. got the Vita, which I know a, like three people. You have to do a list of games where their names greatly ex- exceed <laughs> names greatly exceed the gameplay. Right. Uh, so there is that in your uh, console stuff. Over uh, Humble Bundle, we got a couple. Humble yeah, Bundles. Uh, Humble's Day of the Devs 2017 bundle, that is still going on. It's good, too. Yeah, there's the next good stuff. 10 days as of today. Um, I actually bought this one the minute it came out, even though I already own most of it. <laughs> uh, Tumbleseed is supposed to be great. Grim Fandango is a great um, remake of a like, 90s LucasArts game. Super fun. Um, Loot Rascals is one that I, that's actually one of the reasons I bought it. I've always wanted to try that. It's like an isometric um, turn-based strategy kind of game. It's supposed to be very cool. Um, Abzu, probably one of my favorite games of that I played this year. It actually came out last year. I but love- Abzu is amazing. The soundtrack is incredible. Um, Flint Hook is a cool kind of um, roguelike uh, platformery kind of game. I actually played it at PAX last year. Super fun. Uh, Day of the Tentacle, another remastered um, LucasArts game from the early 90s. It's actually the probably one of the very first uh, – Computer games I played on a like a modern computer. Mm-hmm. I got that game in like 1995. Very Loved cool. Uh, Full Throttle, another remastered game. I actually played the remastered version of this, and, and it's you okay. didn't like it. You're yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's garbage. It's all right. Um, and everything, which actually came out, that was like a huge game this summer for the PlayStation. Um, and I hear it's <coughs> and it's a weird me. game. Interesting. Weird. Uh, Let's not. We need to stop using interesting for things that are just straight up weird. Well, no, but I, I've heard it's actually kind of interesting. So, but also weird. Um, but like that, you can pay nine bucks and get all of those. So, wow, that's yeah, really good. Pretty cool. Um, there's also a jumbo bundle. Yes, the humble jump. Sounds humble big. jumbo bundle ten. Yeah, and this one I think is less good. Um, but Oddworld New and Tasty is awesome. The Oddworld games are fantastic. Got that one. Super strange. I've got that one on my Vita. Yeah, I mean Oddworld. Which plays really well on your Vita. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Prototype 2 is supposed to be really good. I've heard Mm -hmm. great things about Kingdom of New Lands as well. Um, I'm curious about this Wasteland 2 Wasteland 2 is, I think it's a redone version of um, the original Wasteland games, which were kind of like the predecessors to Fallout, I believe. Okay. Um, It's supposed to be, this one's supposed to be pretty good as well. Um, and there's more games that are going to be added to this um, in about five days. So okay. right now you can get all these for $10. Um, the average is only 6 though. So some good stuff there too. 
Sweet. Lots um, of good uh, free cheap stuff. Before we get out of free cheap stuff, I do not know how much longer it will last. But if you need uh, a new PlayStation Plus membership or you just want to add on to your existing PlayStation oh, Plus yeah. membership, um, GameStop has it for $40 right now, which is 33% off. That is a freaking fantastic Mine game. literally auto-renewed a week ago. Ah, bummer. Yeah, I think mine's coming up, so I might have to do this. Yeah, wow. mine, I, mine ran out like three days ago, so it was perfect timing for me. But $40 is a fantastic deal for PlayStation Plus. Oh, yeah. But I have no idea how long that's going to stay on. So if you hear that right now and you need it, um, go check it out. Buy it right there. now. <laughs> All right, do that. Uh, Who put this Troll Corner in here? I put it in there. Yeah, all right. So in Troll Corner this week... uh, It's kind of on the the topic of people giving negative reviews for things that aren't really (laughs) what the game's about. Right. um, So a lot of people would, like... I looked at this article on IGN, and um, basically a lot of reviews on Steam for PUBG say, don't buy this game, uh, they ban you for honking at streamers. Yeah. Explain what honking is, because I don't know what Literally that is. Literally finding a streamer and following them around in a vehicle and honking the horn at them. <laughs> like, basically going out of the, like, they're, they're playing, they're watching a streamer, they get into that game with the streamer. So they're kind of like using it to yeah. disrupt what they're doing or whatever. And sure, people probably do that. But I'll be th- quite frank. If you're doing it to that dude with the stupid mustache and the keep glasses, on doing it. keep on doing it. I yeah. can't stand that guy. Like, and I mean, that's kind of going to be a part of what this is. Yeah. Um, but they, PUBG came out and said, we've never done this. Yeah. Um, but to me, this is just another instance of um, we give much – like. Why can't, we can't have nice things yeah. if people well, can't be accountable for, like, just being... And to take that a step further, like, this came out with when Destiny 2 launched on the PC. All of a sudden, there was all these conspiracy theories about what people were doing that were getting them banned from Destiny 2. <laughs> and the developers, like, the reason developers don't come out and say, like, this will get you banned, and this will get you banned, this will get you banned, this will get you banned, is because then people can find out a way around these obnoxious, mm-hmm. They'll just do something they else. Do. And so... Literally, Destiny 2 devs, Bioware, or uh, no, it's not Bioware, it's uh, Bungie, Bungie, had to come out and say, like, okay, listen, it's not XSplit that's getting you banned. It's not OBS that's getting you banned. It's not any of these things. It's not Steam overlays. It's that you're cheating. It's that you're using, you know, it's that you're using things that make this game unfair. You're getting banned because you're cheating. It's not, like, don't try and pretend it's anything else but that um and it's the same with with uh pub like yeah if you're getting banned it's because you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing don't try to make it yeah. into something you else. think they don't they can't find that like right? i don't yeah people and are, do people get caught occasionally doing something totally legit that shouldn't get the banned? yes yeah of course sure. it happens and in that right place you have the right to complain but 99 percent of the time it's because you're being an idiot yeah my question is how how easy is it for one of the th- two million people playing PUBG at the same time? How easy it for one is for one of them I'm, to say, "I'm going to get into that game on that server with that one person"? When you've got a million I've people often playing, that, but you hear about how people do you do doing that? it all the time and and stream sniping where they'll yeah, watch they, a stream to find out where people are. I don't have any idea how they do it, none at all. But it happens all the time. So, and I don't know if it's just like you get into a game and drop, and get into a game and drop. Yeah, or, I think that's what it is. Is like they're. They're finding that game. I have so no strange. idea when you've got a million people playing how that works. Yeah. Um, but apparently it does. 
I mean, I guess if you're putting a hundred people in the same game, you yeah. Have a, I mean, you're taking a chunk out of there. Yeah, every time yeah. You drop that's or so weird. I don't know. It's I don't understand how it works, but apparently it does. Can we just be good people, though? Yeah, right. right. Yeah, right. Yeah, stop. And uh, I think they kind of theorized here, um, saying it's kind of about people wanting you to fail too. It's like people are just being jerks, and mm-hmm. they, yeah. for whatever reason, they probably like aren't good at your game, so they're going to say they don't want anyone to play it. If, if I can't, if play, I can't it, play it, you can't. Can. Can. Like, right. That's totally what this looks like. So just don't, so don't, stupid. don't be like that. That's or dumb. I'm punch you. Yeah. Yeah. Stop being dumb. I'll right. sucker punch you. Ooh. <laughs> Nice. And we'll stand outside of Stucker Punch Studios and do it. <laughs> yep. Anyway. All right. Well, there's that. Don't be dumb. Don't be a troll. There you go. There you go. All right. And that's it for episode 50, half a century old, and wow. the book's done. It's good. Not really half a century old. No. 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 We're like – Close enough. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, so cool. Uh, our our – one year anniversary episodes coming up. We are trying to plan something fairly not about it dumb like that. Thank you, Dylan, for that noise. Uh, uh, super no. secret. No, right. no it's going to be super secret. Maybe we'll tease it next week. It's going to be super secret slash. I want to make sure we can pull it off before we tell people. Good plan. <laughs> Good plan. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks for checking us out on Mixer, everybody. And if you want to follow us on all the social medias, it's at Bite Me Podcast or Bite Me Podcast or whatever. Um, and our website, bitemepodcast.com, B-Y-T-E-Me podcast. And uh, if you want to give us money for Extra Life, that's the website slash Extra Life. Give us money and follow us, like us, tweet us, rate us, subscribe us, review us. Tell me I'm pretty every once in a while. Every day. <laughs> but most of all, play video games. There you go. Yes, to the point where people think you're addicted. Yeah. <laughs> Be addicted to video games. Yeah. Try to get yourself addicted there you go. to video Just games. Just make sure you're not crazy. Now we're going to people, you said go get addicted to video games. Well, you can't do it. Yeah. All right. We're done. We need to, this is, this is done. Okay, bye. Bite me. What? Bite me. Yes. Bite me. I mean, no. Bite me.